0: AIP family, it is the last episode of this series of the podcast. Now, three months ago today, some of you were sat in Victoria Warehouse in Manchester and plotted your goals. And we asked you to think about how you would feel three months from now. It is now three months from then. So I talked to you in this episode about the changes I've made in the last quarter and what I'm planning to do for the next. I really hope it gives you a chance to reflect on your own goals for the past three months and the next three months to come. And you'll hear more about the next series. Guys, welcome to the final episode of Series 2, and I decided to go solo again. It is three months today, the 25th of June, since we did the Anything is Possible conference. So today, I'm going to recap on where I am at three months later, and hopefully it'll inspire some thinking for you. Even if you didn't come to the conference, it can show you what can be achieved and what can change in three months. So at the conference, everyone was given a workbook and we work from the Wheel of Life that cover various areas of your life. So I thought I'd talk about my areas since the conference ended. Has it gone how I wanted it to since it finished? So... Gosh, um, my intentions were that I was going to be able to start to immerse myself in it, in Anything is Possible, a lot more, like two to three days a week post the conference. Um, but as most of you know, I've had an events agency for 11 years and um, we have just finished on the end of March on our most successful year ever in 11 years with 72% growth and obviously that has not come without hard work but that's probably a whole other podcast. Um, We had the most phenomenal year which meant that we were working you know six to seven days a week, 12 hours a day and I know there's a lot of talk around hustle culture um, nowadays but you know to be honest we had to work that way to achieve the goals that we wanted to. Um, So my plan was for quarter two to recruit a leadership team and um, we are still recruiting, but we haven't been able to recruit the roles that I need to be able to free myself, um, which is an ops director, a client services director and senior project managers. So unfortunately, the time that I wanted to spend in the working week on anything is possible has not happened. So how does that make me feel? Does it make me feel like I've failed? Um, Yes, it does a little bit. It makes me feel like I've failed the community because I feel as if we had you know, 250 really engaged people in the audience um, on the 25th of March. I've had over 200 individual pieces of feedback from speakers, from people that attended, from event partners who basically said that it had changed their life for the better. I've had people that have um, been promoted in their job, I've set up a business, I've left relationships, sorry, um, I've made just massive strides in their health and fitness, gone to therapy, so I absolutely know what we did on that day, changed lives, which was my intention. Um, So yes, I feel like I've failed the community a little bit because I wanted to be massively active in our Facebook group. I wanted to make sure that I was sharing content every day and that I was sharing really useful content from other platforms. And I have really done the best that I can do in the time that I've got um, running make events and also my other business, which I don't really talk about, which is HM events, which is private parties for, um, you know, clients that can afford that kind of luxury party. And I, only do six a year of those um, and that has gone really busy as well. So I'm sorry to everybody out there that might have wanted more in terms of engagement since the conference but hopefully that gives you some understanding as to why. Um, The good news is the conference is going to happen on in 2024. We're just waiting to confirm a date with a venue and we'll be announcing that shortly. So okay, maybe this year isn't perfect, not exactly how I wanted to do it, but the conference is 100% happening in 2024. My goal last year was to sell out AIP which we did was to do six private parties a year for HM events which I did and to hit a financial target for make events which we did um so I'm hard on myself and I rated my career at seven at the start of the conference and I would say it's eight now um The other thing that I'm gonna do is start to recruit for Anything Is Possible. So we're looking at an in-house content producer and also a senior events producer. So that should hopefully mean that by the time that next year comes, um, we will have a mini team for Anything Is Possible. So the next part of the Wheel of Life and things I've been working on, which I've shared about is my journey with lifestyle lean. So at the end of last year, I had reached the point where I wanted to change a lot of habits um, and they were namely, I felt like I was drinking more than I wanted to. in terms of that stress drink after work, obviously that goes hand in hand with the kind of hours that I was doing. Um, And then at the weekend, I just wanted a release because um, I'd potentially like work a Saturday or a Sunday. So I wanted that release. So I wanted to change that. Um, I wanted to change my body composition. So it wasn't about weight for me, but it was about a shift from like body fat to muscle. Um, you know, as I was getting older, I was noticing slight changes in my body that I didn't like. And I wanted to make sure that I was being as healthy as I could so that outwardly was reflecting inwardly. Um, I was also going to the gym six times a week. And if I didn't go six times, I'd be really stressed out. Um, and it was making me really tired and I wasn't really enjoying my sessions. Um, And I just knew I'd come to a point where I knew I needed to make a change. You know, I would... Outwardly appear healthy, but actually um, was I making progress. I was popping off with injuries all the time. I was grabbing sugar and chocolate because I'd be working late and we've always got sugar and chocolate here in the office. So I wasn't in a place I wanted to be in December, and I wanted to get on the stage on the 25th of March and make sure that I was proud of myself and I'd done everything I could do um, on the three month run up to the event to look after myself. I didn't want to be disappointed that I drunk too much or I hadn't, you know, been. Into the gym, and uh, you know, a right amount of times. So I joined Lifestyle Lean, which is a fitness community. And I've made absolutely loads of changes. Um, You know, people always worry. I've looked at Lifestyle Lean for ages, wondering whether to join it, will it be too expensive? But as I said at the conference, I've got to the point where I didn't want to stay the same. So I was prepared to make the change in the investment. So I just thought I'd tell you some like before afters, which are not to do with aesthetics. So before joining Lifestyle Lean, you know, some days I would only do like 3,000 steps. I was in the office and if I was out of the office, maybe eight to 10,000. But that would also include a run if I'd been training I was training six times a week but not really making any progress I was doing Barry's boot camp two to three times a week but at beginners um I was eating probably not that many carbs but if I was going out for dinner I'd have chips and garlic bread and I'd be having sugar etc um I was what else was I doing yeah I wasn't prepping any food um Obviously, drinking, as I mentioned. So since I've joined, I'd say the major changes are, so I do at the moment, which is hard, 14,000 steps a day, but I tend to do my podcast research, so listen to podcast guests while I'm walking. I drop my training sessions to five times, lifting heavier weights and up to intermediate and barries. I never ever trained in the gym on my own, I hated it and if you told me this time last year I would absolutely love going to the gym on my own, that is what I do now. So my sessions have changed and I do two sessions on my own in the gym and that I literally never thought that would happen in my lifetime. Um, I food prep as best I can around the fact that I obviously have a bit of a hectic job that does invo- involve food and drink. And I'd probably say that I've cut my drinking down by about eighty percent. So whereas before I would have two to three nights a week where I might grab a glass of wine, I would definitely have a drink on a Friday or Saturday and then a night out. Um, I'm potentially having going, you know, two weeks with nothing or one week having two to three glasses. I've had a couple of blowouts, but nothing to what I would have done before. And you know what? A blowout is fine if you're doing it for the right reasons, i.e. you're on a night out that you enjoy. You're with people. You want to have that drink with you, enjoying the drink. You're not just having like the cheap drink that's on offer. So I've made huge changes. But as I always say, changes come with hardship and discipline and there are things I'm finding really hard so it is hard to get the 14,000 steps in sometimes um, you know around running a business with 20 people and all the other things that I need to do. I am missing going out like I love going out and I have had to cut that down because while you're in the first phase of like changing body composition and don't get me wrong I'm not like doing bodybuilding competition or anything like that but I'm just leaning up so my weight's not really changing particularly only a little bit it's more about the body composition so you can't be going out for meals all the time um, and I really really miss that love going out love restaurants so and, I, and there's been a few weeks when I've been kind of resentful of it and felt a bit down and then just remind myself that you know no, nothing ever comes without hard work um so that's on the fitness side of things um again one thing that to share with you um 10 days before the anything is possible conference I actually found a lump um and I um put it off going to the doctors because a client wanted a meeting at a particular time and I'll always prioritise a client. Um, The next day I sadly found out that Jacqueline Gold, um, CEO of uh, Anne Summard, had passed away from breast cancer and um, for those of you that have listened right back to the podcast, Jacqueline was our first ever guest and she talked about checking um, her breasts every month and you know, the news that she'd passed, which was so sad on so many levels, prompted me to call the doctors. So I went to the doctors, this is nine days before anything is possible and you know what you think you think you've been a fuss part and um they actually um referred me to a specialist. Um Now, as you can imagine, I was totally panicked because you kind of expect the doctor to go, oh, don't be silly, it's nothing, and they didn't. Um, So that run up to Anything is Possible that week was super tough, but um, I talked about the CPT training that I've had for OCD, and actually that... the the theory of that i used that week because in my mind i was like well there's literally nothing i can do this week about it so i have to put that to one side not engage with the thought and just focus on anything as possible and i'll worry about it at the end what i would say ladies is um that when i went to the doctors it was an eight week wait for a scan and now i know people always think oh you know private's expensive etc um I actually paid and I think it worked out about £300 to be referred and go for a scan at a private hospital and I would absolutely recommend that. Now thankfully the Monday after anything is possible I went for a scan and I'd never had a mammogram before and had that and it was all clear. Um, But it was just a bit of a wake-up call to me and it ties in everything I was saying about Lifestyle Lean. I knew I hadn't been healthy up to December and I was as I say feeling like you know, that sudden my dad had the stroke in December, and that realization that, like, what you put in your body really matters. It's not just about what it looks like on the outside. Um, and I really felt that week that I was waiting to go for the check, and certainly the day. Uh, the couple of days after anything is possible when i actually gave my allow myself to think about it that have i really been looking after myself like if it had been found to be something you know alcohol is a cause of 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 breast cancer you know i i I was i had inflammation in my body i wasn't looking after myself up to december so i just want to give everyone a wake-up call that you know it really does matter what you're putting inside yourself and how you're looking after yourself and also like, if you find something, don't put it off, whatever that might be. Get to the doctors. And, you know, what is a few hundred pounds to speed up a check and get, you know, peace of mind? Just a reminder that the best way you can support the show is to subscribe, leave us a five star rating and a little review for what you think of our show wherever you listen to your podcast. It only takes a second and may seem like a small thing, but it helps us rank in the podcast charts, find new listeners and reach even more amazing guests. So with your review, you're actually helping to improve the Anything Is Possible show. So that is healthy and health and fitness. And I think the other thing, if you've listened to Sophie Louise Hughes' episode um, of this series, I'm really trying to be more Sophie. I think I have to accept that myself as a person, I'm always going to worry about what I look like. You know, that comes from being little. um, But I do try and have her words ring in my ears which is the way you look is the least in- interesting thing about you and that she wakes up now every day and doesn't think about things like that and I think that it's just trying to find balance and I think with being healthier and changing my lifestyle I'm more accepting of not being perfect because I know I'm doing good things for my body and nourishing my body so that's been quite a shift for me I think definitely uh this this last three months and the three months prior, a huge shift for me. So don't think that you can't make changes, ladies, at whatever age you are. Um, Romantic relationships. Obviously, I've got to say a 10, but what's changed for me there is... Um, that as part of the lifestyle lean it's not just about leaning up your body it's about leaning up your life and one of the things that they encourage you to do if you know you live alone or you live with someone is to spend a couple of hours planning every weekend and going through you know those things that you don't you know the emails personal emails you don't get to in the week the finance stuff the jobs around the house so me and Joel started doing that when we first started doing it, he was like "Oh, can I not just have a day off and I was like we really have to invest this time." um and and it will pay off in the end and it's massively paid off and we also do a thing called completion weekend which is from lifestyle lean which is at the end of the month you go through like are there any messages in your phone that you've not replied to are there photos you need to delete are there all these like outstanding little itty bitty jobs either in your inbox or around the house and you um you basically either do them delegate them or dump them so that's like from joining Lifestyle Lean, it wasn't just about fitness. As I say, it's about your whole life and your productivity. And honestly, I feel so much more. I felt my finances at the end of last year were literally a four. I didn't know where I was. And since I've been spending time on all this, I've been saving. I've set up other bank accounts to put money away. Our house is on the market because we, we've actually invested time both individually and as a couple to work on things that you know are outside work. And by the way, we're doing this around working like 60 hours plus a week so it's just a really really good tip so personal development how's that been for me um again up to anything is possible i haven't i've really stopped investing time in that and i absolutely like literally my perfect day would be Doing the diary, setting goals, watching motivational videos, and I just not carved out the time. So I can't say it's been perfect because I don't have a lot of time. Um, But I did go to Jay Shetty's um, show. I um, been because I've been doing more steps. I've been planning my podcasts. I am attempting to read, I haven't read anything in the last um, quarter and I do fall asleep as soon as I open a book, but I'd like to, at least in the next quarter, read a fiction book and a non-fiction book. So my personal development, although it should be up there, it definitely has got room for improvement. The other thing that we focused on, anything is possible, is hobbies and fun and I've been saying for absolute ages about cooking and I don't think I'd cooked a meal at home like once or twice in the last year and again because of lifestyle lean um obviously you go back to kind of like whole food so it's a lot of like as they all say chicken veg rice but done like or chicken and pasta or jacket potato or fish or whatever but um it's made me a bit more inventive and I've started cooking like our version of healthy nando's at home so at least a few times a week I'm actually cooking now and I love that and it's a little And when I say cooking, I mean assembling, but it's a start because I was doing nothing. I was having random meals, whatever's in the fridge, microwave meals, um but that's been really nice. And I think it's like a stepping stone. It's baby steps, isn't it? So I've started off small. Next time I get on the podcast, I'll be whipping up three-course meals. Um, and also with hobbies and fun, I'd really miss things like, I mean, I haven't been to the cinema for ages, but I went on my own to see Sheridan Smith and Shirley Valentine. So that was great. Um, I've been to the Faulty Towers Dining Experience. And I really want to do more of that. Um, something that we've done at home but we haven't used it yet, is when we went on holiday last year, we wrote down on a piece of paper, every every place we wanted to go in England, whether it was a restaurant, a village, an amusement or art gallery or whatever, we did the same for anywhere outside of where we live. And we did one for overseas and they're in three jars. So my goal is now over the next few years is to randomly pick these out and tick them off the box. So yeah, jars of little pieces of paper of where you want to go, my top tip. Um, Friends and family. So um, as you all know, my dad had um, a stroke in December. He's doing amazing. But I absolutely promised myself that I would see mum and dad every single week. Um, my dad's had to cut down his drinking and our family was very much a family that you know celebrated moments and spent time together with a bottle of wine and that's had to change and it's come coincidentally with me wanting to make a change and dad also wanting to make a change so just trying to do um, more fun things together you know going out for a meal but not having a drink so it's been a little bit of a shift for our family um, but um, really enjoying that and it was actually with him we went to the Faulty Towers dining experience whereas probably before we would have just booked a meal so really trying to make an effort with my mum and dad I've obviously not seen my best friends quite as much because I haven't been going out as much and I do really miss that kind of thing but um, I'm just focused on this goal at the moment, and um, I, my sister did come over, but I am really missing that connection, and hoping to go to America in the summer. So the other section was home so yeah we are finally looking for a dream house I've had a dream house on my vision board for so long with all the individual rooms that I wanted and I'm hoping by the next time I record a solo podcast we will be in our dream home and um, I think for me and Joel like we just absolutely love spending time together we love having people round, whether that's friends or family he's got a massive family so um you know <laughs> we've been a bit Bit bougie and hopefully going for a big house but that's because we want um, people to absolutely love coming around and looking after people so that's exciting Um and then the final section on the wheel of life was finance and as I touched on before I feel like I'm finally in control of my finances Um, you know room to go but you know looking at properly at things I've neglected everything over the last decade building a business you know everything's gone into the business so it's been you know no pensions no savings particularly so I'm really excited that I'm getting on top of that and as I said before like make events had their best year ever and a bit of advice to anybody with their own business like I really understand now where my lane is like I am if I don't you know if I say so myself brilliant at <laughs> building a brand making connections and um, building relationships but my my, my strength has never been um, the numbers in terms of profitability and turnover. Like we'd stayed, um, we'd done really, really well up to a point, but I don't think we were ever going to get over that next hurdle. And an old mentor I said that I had said that we would have to buy a business to get to the target that we hit this year. And I, I, I don't know, buying a, another business at this point doesn't feel right to me or didn't feel right to me. And I brought in a non-exec director um, 18 months ago and Joel took on the role of commercial director and Joel, Joel and I always say like basically we are good at the thing that the other one is not good at. And um, between Danny, Joel and myself, um, like we have as a team really played on our strengths and grown the business phenomenally this year. I can never say that word. You know what I mean. Um, so um, yeah, so that finances, I feel that we are, you know, we've, we've really hit a great goal. So yeah, I wanted to just um, share with you where my journey on the wheel of life in the last three months. And I hope that those of you um, that have got your workbook, you know, are, are sharing similar positive stories. Those of you that, haven't been to the conference or don't even know what it is um send me a dm and i will send you a wheel of life and you can start to look at it and um, so this all sounds super positive but i always like to share kind of the highs and, and lows and i feel for me like i'm really really ready to split my time more between make events hm and aip whereas at the moment it's Mainly four days, make events, one day HM and then AIP anytime I can find around it. But for me, as I said before, I've got to develop this leadership team and find um, you know team members to start growing AIP. So for me really I'm having a reset and I think it's hard because you know when you're ready for a reset you're ready for it and you feel a bit like chained because you know I, I can't do one part of the puzzle till the the other happens so I have had moments of complete overwhelm of burnout I even dipped into what I would say was quite a strong anxiety a couple of times which was a feeling that I've not had for you know a long time over a decade and and that felt Quite scary. Um, but what can you do? You know, when you own a business, uh, when you have like a team of 20 who depend on you, when you have clients that depend on you, it's all very well saying you have to, you know, you've, you're feeling burnout and you need to, to cut off, or you're feeling overwhelmed and you should cut off and be selfish. Like, unfortunately, you can't because I believe if you set up a business and you Ask others to trust you, and that's what you're doing essentially. You're asking them to trust you because you're paying their wages, and it's a small business. Um, you know, if you are asking people to believe in you and trust in you, and you know, allow you to be the person that you they depend on for their salaries, then you can't go when the going gets tough, and that is the hardest thing about having a business. Like trying to take a day off is so hard trying to take a holiday is so hard and you know my diary is completely chocker from nine till five and then I do all my other stuff around it and that means that all the strategy all the vision piece that I absolutely love I never get time to do Um, and that's been really really frustrating for me and has made me tearful at times and down in the dumps and I just love what I do and I think that the market out there has changed I believe in office first we are quite a little bit flexible but I believe for our business people need to be in the office. Salaries have gone up. So therefore, you know, that's reflected back to the client. And I think COVID has really, really changed the events market. I'd be so interested in if any of the fellow event professionals feel that. But I really do need to, you know, this is the missing piece in the jigsaw. I need to find a team. And then with that will come my freedom. Um, so I'm basically doing all the things that I can around that as much as I can with the limited time I have to to build a scaffolding of um, being healthy and hopefully soon i'll get to the point uh, that they call like the maintenance period where i can go back to you know going out much more that you know than i am now and things like that because i do miss all the restaurants and the the invites places etc so i hope you enjoyed that a little insight into my world i hope you've enjoyed this series of the podcast um one of the big pulls i've had it is um is, is is chase the joy find the joy that tony buxton said and i've since i recorded the podcast with her when i look at a week with absolutely no white space as i call it so literally not a gap in my diary for the entire five days i just think how am i going to find the joy is it planning nice outfits to wear is it making sure i've got lovely lunches every day is it um you know finding if a meeting cancels you know just maybe taking that half hour to walk into town and, and get a latte but I'm really trying to chase the joy and um, I hope you are too and um, I hope you're still believing anything is possible for you we'd love to know your stories and series three will be back with a bang very soon and we will be announcing the date of anything is possible live 2024 thanks as always for listening guys you been wondering what anything is possible live 2024 is all about it's a 12 hour personal development experience from 8am to 8pm beyond the amazing content that is going to help you achieve your dreams we have got mega brands delicious food and drink unique activations and much more This is the sign you have been waiting for. It is time to invest in yourself and be part of something amazing. I really hope to see you there. Link in the bio to buy your tickets.